Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What is up, Steeler fans? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of State of the Steelers. I'm your Steel Curtain Network host, Daniel J. And today we're talking about are the Pittsburgh Steelers set up to go on a Super Bowl run? I personally think so. But before we get into that, I need to remind you guys of the contest that is going on with Fans First Sports Network. It's still happening. You have until September 4th to enter. This is your opportunity to possibly get a chance to go see the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the 49ers at Acroshore Stadium for week one for the week one matchup. And so the contest rules and how it goes is, of course, you're a Steelers fan, right? Would you love to attend your favorite team's uh, game? Well, you're in luck. First Fan Sports Network has given away four tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice up to five thousand dollars. The rules to enter are simple. Step one, go to contest.fansforsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. Step two, find us on Facebook and like our page. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win four 
free tickets to any week one NFL game. I know you guys are going to go to the Steelers versus 49ers game. If you're here listening to this, you have to be a Steelers fan. So what are you waiting for? Go enter your shot to see your favorite team in action. The contest ends September 4th, y'all. So you still have a few days to get in there. So I'm not not sure what you're waiting for. I want to see a Steelers fan go to this. This is going across all of fans first sports network. So, you know, Bears fans, Cowboy fans, Browns and Ravens fans are even allowed to join into this. And so I want a Steelers fan to get out there. So I want you guys to go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and register for that contest. So with that all the way, let's get into the discussion. The 53-man roster has been complete with a couple of surprises, in my opinion. The first one being Zach Gentry being released from the team. The reason I'm surprised about this move is just basically simply that Zach Gentry is a veteran on the team. He's been with the team for a very long time and, you know, he's developed and gotten better, in my opinion, every single year. Now, is he a uh, a guy that's going to produce some crazy numbers offensively, you know, through the passing game? Probably not. Is he the all time greatest blocker in the world? Probably not. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers have drafted a tight end in every draft for the last three years. You know, going with Darnell Washington this year, Connor Hayward last year, and Pat Fryermuth the year before. So this has been a position that, in my opinion, the Steelers have been looking to address with somebody that can uh, make some splash and also, you know, give something to the offense through the air and the passing ability, not just being able to block. And, you know, I thought that his leadership, his uh, you know, where he stands on the on the team was important. I mean, he was doing the grilling and chilling. He was having a good time with, you know, the, the, the other players on the team. I think he was kind of like that, you know, comedic relief, that glue that maybe doesn't have an impact on the field, but in the locker room brings the team together, in my opinion. Uh, it's unfortunate, but the Steelers moved on. They had, you know, what Zach Gentry, you know, gave for the Pittsburgh Steelers more than anything was a uh, average blocking ability from a tight end. And what the Steelers did this, uh, you know, in the draft this year is draft Darnell Washington, Mount Washington, who considered possibly the sixth offensive lineman. He's the guy that can come in instead of a tackle eligible, you know, that way the opposition doesn't know exactly what's going on. He also has a route. So even when, like, for instance, in the last couple of years, we remember seeing offensive tackles running routes on certain plays just to keep the defensive honest. So long are the days of seeing Zach Banner out in the open and no quarterback thrown to him. Now it's going to be Darnell Washington and defenses have to respect his catching ability and his ability to uh, what he can do with the ball once he has it in his hands. And so they're, they're not going to be able to just target on the other receivers when it's a pass play in those situations and or target the running back on running situations. They're going to have to play honest. And that's the defenses that the Pittsburgh Steelers will be uh, going up against. Now, as far as any other surprises, I don't think there was very many, in my opinion, but there was the fact that, you know, a couple of players at the Pittsburgh Steelers drafted in the last few years and them not making the team. You know, we just talked about Zach Gentry. Trey Norwood is a guy who didn't make the team. Now, I wasn't too surprised. He was slightly injured throughout the entire preseason, didn't really play much. And I think the Steelers brought in a lot of safeties, you know, Keanu O'Neill. Um, you know, you have DeMonte KT, KZ, DeMonte KZ coming back for another year, you know, being in the, in the defense. And I think he's going to play a pivotal role last season. I think the Steelers wanted to utilize him on the field as a ball hawking safety, but unfortunately, you know, he's a very, he got injured. He's a very aggressive guy. 
and you know isn't the biggest of guys but will put his helmet in the fan so to speak and and go against anybody and he'll try to tackle anybody he's not afraid and unfortunately i ended up with an injury last season so this is going to be hopefully a full year healthy for him I think he's going to do great. Patrick Peterson is a guy, although he's not in the safety position, he is expected to be uh, being put in the safety position on different uh, on different formations and things of that nature. Uh, probably dime, nickel, when uh, offenses are trying to push the ball down the field. You're going to see Patrick Peterson go into from cornerback to the safety position, and you're going to see Joey Porter Jr. come in after that and line up in the uh, outside for Patrick Peterson. And, you know, I think that this defensive secondary is getting strong. And that was one of the things that I felt um, was maybe a slight weakness for this team. I mean, going into this season, there's so many new players. Cam Sutton is gone. Terrell Edmonds is gone. You have KZ, like I mentioned, but he only played like half the year last year. So he's relatively new. You have Keanu Neal. You draft Joey Porter. You you go into free agency and you go pick up a Patrick Peterson. Now, Patrick Peterson is a future Hall of Famer, gold jacket type of guy and, and kind of player. But at the same time, he's very new. He's going to have to get accustomed to the players surrounding him and learn the defense alongside with some of the players that are new as well. So there's a lot of new players here. And one of the biggest concerns that I personally had was the uh, slots slot corner position. Now, the reason being is, well, Steelers lost Cam Sutton, who used to also go into the slot. I know Patrick Peterson has talked about doing that uh, as well, but I think the Steelers have an answer for it. Well, first I'm going to say is Shannon Sullivan impressed me throughout the uh, preseason. I, you know, His ability to pass rush and deflect the ball up and, and intercept it off of those deflections was uncanny. It was great to see. You know, I haven't seen him really be exposed yet in the passing game, but we haven't seen a regular season game where teams can um, practice and plan for the opposing team and a plan for their weaknesses. So, so to speak to, so, you know, going into games, I wouldn't be surprised if the opposing offenses would try, would try to put Shannon Sullivan in, in positions that were not favorable for him and, and try to exploit him in that manner. And so I thought he was doing better. I thought that he did well. But again, that's just preseason. The Steelers maybe didn't feel so comfortable. They go out and they get in free agency. Cornerback Desmond King, formerly of the Houston Texans. And I think this is a great move for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this is a guy, like I said before, was is probably the best in, uh, slot cornerback that the Steelers have. You know, like I said, Shannon Sullivan was coming up. But at the end of the day, I think this this player, Desmond King, is, is a little bit better. He's uh He's been proven in the league as well. But the Steelers now have 11 defensive backs. Can be average, but it's not typical of the Steelers to carry these many uh, defensive backs. So I'm expecting that there's still a few moves to be made and that a uh, a cornerback, maybe a, um, a James Pierre, ends up on the practice squad or not making the, the team come week one against the 49ers. I think that there's a good possibility of that. Uh, I think that Desmond King brings a aspect to this team and really makes this team well-rounded. I mean, you look at the team from the front seven, that's going to be allowing pressure in, in your middle linebacker crew that can also pressure the quarterback, handle the run, be on their own in coverage. I, I don't want to say that they're cool, you know, coverage linebackers or any of those things and that they're going to go out there and, and dominate against you know, running backs and tight ends and come up with like six interceptions throughout the year and 
couple of forced fumbles or anything like that, but they're solid in pass protection or pass coverage. And that's something that the Steelers didn't have last season, you know, across the board. They didn't have inside like Magger group that was physical and able to go up into the front and clean up the line. Uh, you didn't have inside linebackers that could take on guards like Devin Bush to get to the quarterback uh, and or running back. In many occasions, Devin Bush trying to get around a tackler pushed himself out of the uh, out of the hole and created a hole for the running back and Elaine. So, you know, I'm glad that he's no longer with the team. Doesn't sound like he made the Seattle team either. I'm not very surprised. You know, so you have a middle linebacker crew that is really on the rise, in my opinion, and it's become a strength, but it's still very new, still new. I think this team, given how many new players they have on this defense, are really going to rely on pass rush and the front seven coming together and and putting pressure. I mean, you're going to need T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Nate Herbig, Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, uh, Keanu Benton, you know, to come up and create havoc for the the cornerbacks. While uh, this linebacker crew and defensive back group that are all pretty new can get accustomed to each other and um, build and build that camaraderie and that chemistry and understand where each other are without having to speak. Right. You know, and just knowing who has your back, things like that uh, helps out a lot. In fact, you know, you, you'll talk to some of the greater, you know, safeties in the world and they'll talk to you about, you know, for instance, Paul Malu saying, you know, what made his job easier is knowing that Ryan Clark and or, you know, um, Ike Taylor were going to do their job and allow him to do some of the special things that he was allowed to do. And he knew where those guys were and there was trust and there was things like that. And, you know, th- those things take time and in season, in stadium, you know, games where that trust can be built and that camaraderie can be built until that happens. The Steelers are going to have to come up with an alternative means to create um havoc for the quarterback, which pressure and coverage go hand in hand. So if there's pressure that allows the quarterback to make decisions quicker and uh, those decisions and throws may not be as accurate or right. And that's when it leads to some turnovers. So I think that this defense is going to be dominant. Like I said, I think this team's going to actually be a contender for a Super Bowl run this year. And we haven't even talked about the most important part. Uh, which we'll get to after the break. I'm going to take a quick break right now. These are our words from our sponsors. When we get back, we're going to talk about more about the Steelers possibly going on a run. And we're also going to talk about the 53-man roster and the rest of the players that made the team, who didn't make the team, things of that nature. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, welcome back. Seems like you made it to the other side. Thank you for still tuning in to State of the Steelers, where today we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers possibly going on a run. But before I do so, I want to tell you guys about, you know, SteelCurtainNetwork.com. It's your one-stop, non-stop shop for Pittsburgh Steelers news and coverage. You need to go check that out. Breaking news articles, daily articles are coming out. You won't be disappointed. Also, if you haven't checked out some of the other podcasts that are on uh, this platform, you have the Sunday night Q&A with Bets. You have um, Let's Ride with uh, James Hartman. You have the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield and Bad Language with Brian Anthony Davis. Not to forget all the YouTube channels that you got going on daily. Like, for instance, on Monday, you, you can catch it on the audio only, The Hangover with me and Shannon White. But if you want to catch it live, go check us out on YouTube, Still Current Network. And you'll see Mondays at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern, me and Shannon go live on YouTube. You'll be able to see our face, our mugs, put a face to the voice, the whole nine yards. So with that being said, let's get back into this. So the Steelers have gone down to the 53. They have made some moves, in my opinion. And I think, like I said before, the Steelers are in prime position, in my opinion, to make a run. I know that a lot of the talking heads and mainstream media have kind of changed their tune over the last few months, right? Going into the offseason, the Steelers were projected to be number four in the uh, AFC North. The quarterback, Kenny Pickett, who I think has done an amazing job so far, has you know was stated to have been the fourth quarterback in the AFC North behind Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Now, I can understand Joe Burrow and, and maybe even Lamar Jackson. He's a former MVP. He's done some things in the year or in the season in the league. But Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played good ball in quite a while, I, I don't see it. You know, it's just like when the rankings came out after the draft and Kenny Pickett was behind some of the uh, a majority of or the first round quarterbacks selected in the draft who haven't even thrown a football and meaningful 
downs. Not to mention, you go and watch like a CJ Stroud who just struggles. Now, I don't know if it's just his fault. His offensive line doesn't seem to be able to help him. I think he's going to have a rough year, you know, but I think his first pass was an interception in preseason. You know, just not not what you would expect for somebody that's supposed to be higher than Kenny Pickett on that, you know, uh, on that totem pole of greatest quarterbacks this season. That's how it started. As training camp started going, there's been a little bit of buzz. There's some videos of uh, the great George Pickens doing some great things, you know, catching the ball over cornerbacks, things of that nature. Uh, And then you start seeing the ball being thrown by Kenny Pickett all over the place. And then that buzz starts turning into, hey, you know, mainly because of George Pickens, mainly because of Calvin Austin and, and Deontay Johnson and Darnell Washington, Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. The surrounding cast of Kenny Pickett, people started to say, well, you know what? I think this team could be a sleeper. This team could be a dark team, a dark horse team to come in and be be in trouble, you know, be a wild card team and come make some noise. And then Kenny Pickett goes and is just absolutely perfect throughout a preseason, you know, decision making on point, positioning of the ball on point, five drives, five touchdowns against uh, the opposition's first team defense. All except for, obviously, the Atlanta Falcons who are arresting some of their players. But you expect this team to make the Atlanta Falcons look like backups, and and they did. If they didn't, I think that would have meant more, and that would have been more troublesome for the fan base and for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But they didn't. They went out there. They showed up for a team that sometimes can play down to their competition. They didn't let up. They didn't let up at all. So perfect score, perfect quarterback rating. Uh, throughout the preseason for for the young quarterback, I think this is going to be a giant leap for for Kenny Pickett. Now, last season, and I get it, he he was a first round pick. He had some expectations, yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, there's got to be some context. He he didn't get any first team reps, hardly any, throughout preseason. I think he had like two or three reps with the first team on two different occasions. And then once the regular season started uh, or the preseason. It was the Mitch Trubisky show like the Steelers were trying to prepare Mitch Trubisky to be in the starter. And I think that was probably the best idea just with the wrong player. Right. And I think they should have done that with Kenny Pickett, prepared him for the year, uh, put him in a position that he could win and get the offense tailored to him. The Steelers didn't do that. They went with Mitch Trubisky. And unfortunately, they saw firsthand that it just didn't work with Mitch. They replaced him with. Kenny Pickett, four games into the season, you know, in the middle of a game. And then his next game was against the Buffalo Bills, which was a, a Super Bowl favorite at the time. You know, a team that was very tough, strong, and, you know, they, they beat the brakes off the Steelers the following week. It was what it is, right? And, you know, the Steelers took their bumps. They put Kenny Pickett throughout the hardest part of the schedule and expected him to, I don't know, off a miracle with limited offensive knowledge as far as what he likes you know like i said the offense was tailored for mitch trubisky so he going into that part like it's not tailored for him and even if there's like a, an injury or something to to mitch trubisky or even if he's benched kenny pickett has to go in there and perform within the game plan that was prepared that week for mitch trubisky so it wasn't until that week against buffalo bills that he had an opportunity to start preparing for his first game in the middle of the season against a team that was red hot, had an awesome defense that was already had a month under their belt trying, you know, developing and growing as a unit. It was a, a nightmare situation and it was a, a no win situation. But what it did do was it created a, a team 
that were battle tested. They knew what it felt like to get beaten down. And last season, as Kenny Pickett progressed and developed and the offense started to learn with him, right? Offensive coordinator started to learn Kenny Pickett's likes and desires. Kenny Pickett started to learn what uh, what Matt Canada's offense could do for him with his skill set and how it can, you know, um, be the best. And they worked through it. I mean, in the second half of the season, that was a clear indication. The Pittsburgh Steelers went on a run. I think they went seven and two down the stretch. And, you know, if Kenny Pickett doesn't get out, knocked out and they uh, or get concussed against the Ravens and or if, you know, Mr. Trubisky can not be so um, light with the football and turn it over so much. I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers possibly win that game and make the playoffs that year. You know, what a complete turnaround from where they started and only winning one game. I think it was they were two and six at one point. And it's just a complete turnaround. And I think it's going to continue this year. The 49ers are up in week one, which we'll talk more about that preview next week. But I think it's a good matchup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a good matchup for the defense. Their uh, 49ers offense is, is, is fast. They move around. Uh, they're all over the place. But Minka Fitzpatrick, his first game as a Pittsburgh Steeler was against the 49ers. And the Steelers almost came up with that game. Now, it took a lot of you know turnovers. Um, by the defense and things of that nature. But I think that this team offensively and maybe even defensively are better than that unit from 2019 when the Steelers played them last. I'm excited for that game. Uh, We'll we'll preview that game next week. For now, let's continue and talk about how this roster is moving this team in the right direction. When it comes to the 53-man roster of the first team on offense, there's really no surprise outside of, you know, a lot of folks thought that maybe Broderick Jones was going to upset Dan Moore and be put into that position didn't work. Dan Moore actually uh, came out on top. Um, Broderick Jones will probably come in sooner than later. Kendrick Green was traded off. You know, that was surprising. I didn't think that the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to be able to pull that off. You know, kudos to Omar Khan, the con artist, on being able, able to pull that off and not just cut the guy. You know, the Steelers put him in with the first team offense, I think, probably to showcase him, see if there's anybody that wanted to take a bite and, you know, took the bait and they got a bite. They got a bite. Um, But for the most part, like I said, I mean, Spencer Anderson is a seventh round uh, rookie. I wasn't sure if anybody expected him to, you know, it wouldn't have been a surprise if he didn't make the team or made the team prior to the preseason or training camp, just going into the season, thinking about his, you know, his selection, where he was selected and the players that are on the team. Now, it wouldn't have been a surprise as the season progressed and preseason occurred. Uh, he, he showcased his versatility and his size and his quickness and his speed and, and why he should make the team. And I agree, you know, he's, he's not a small guy. He's not going to get bull rushed over uh, like a Kendra green and, and a guard or, or, center position he's also a guy that can play in the tackle position so very versatile I, I like him for the team um but like i said nothing nothing crazy uh nate herbig ends up uh being the backup center which i like he's the second team center he's a big guy he's young and i, I like him being the first first player backup for the interior offensive line if something goes down so if isaac Samalu goes down I, I think i'd like him to go down uh, in there same thing for for james daniels i know that for the left side, Isaac Samalu, his backup is Spencer Anderson, but I would prefer to see Nate Herbert kind of take that role, but we'll see. We'll see. The tight ends are listed at Pat Frymuth, number one, Darnell Washington, number two. That's not a big surprise either, you know, especially with the uh, departure of Zach Gentry. Keanu Benton had made, appears from what I'm looking at, is the first team nose tackle. 
uh, ahead of Martavius Adams. And I think I think Keanu Benton had a really good preseason and a really good uh, training camp. Now, I know there was a little bit of concerns, especially from my part, when you know reports started coming out that he was struggling against Kendra Green. And I was like, man, I don't know about this. If you're struggling against Kendra Green, that that's a issue for me. Right. And, you know, he comes out there against I believe it was Tampa Bay in his first preseason game. And man, does he look like a physical man in the middle? Just he just pops off the screen. You know, I think the Steelers got a lot of steals in this recent draft. This is going to be another one. I think this is going to be a guy that ends up making um, some noise here. Now, the other I guess the surprising other aspect on the second team is Isaiah Loudermilk is going to be probably getting a helmet. He is on the second team behind Cam Hayward. He's made that jump last season. I think he was like third behind Warmly and Hayward. So he moves up a spot. He'll probably be getting a helmet every game. I think he did a better job this preseason um, being that run stuffer and also applying some pressure. He's not going to be a guy that's going to like a Cam Hayward that's going to produce multiple sacks a year. But I think he is a guy that can and can get to the uh, the quarterback. A third team behind that is Armin Watts. Now, who's not on here is Brandon Fioko. And I think that Brandon Fioko was a guy that Terrell Austin had came out earlier that week, said that the Steelers might have to lose a guy that could play on Sundays. And I think that that guy is Brandon Fioko. But fortunately for the Pittsburgh Steelers, not only him, but also his brother, wide receiver Semi Fioko, have made the practice squad. So they're not going anywhere. And while I have the practice squad up, I'll, I'll brief you guys into, into that. The Steelers have signed, to my knowledge, and at the time of this recording, 14 of the 16 practice squad members, linebacker Tariq Carpenter, offensive tackle Kellen Dishek, offensive guard Joey Fisher. They're going to retain Greg Bell, running back, retain Des Fitzpatrick, wide receiver, retain Rodney Williams, tight end, who I thought had a really good preseason as well. I thought that he showcased his ability to catch and block. You know, he was a guy that I thought, could even surpass Zach Gentry as well. And so, you know, Zach Gentry didn't come back onto the practice squad. Ronnie Williams did. So I think the Steelers saw that as well, and they appreciated his efforts. Defensive lineman John Marshall, outside linebacker David Perales. I thought that David Perales was a guy who looked quick out there. He popped off the screen. I'd like to see what he can do against a first-team offensive line. But against the Falcons and, and many of the teams that he played with uh, or played against uh, this preseason i thought that david perales was a pretty good outside guy he's just you know buried in the depth chart behind you know tj watt and alex highsmith marcus golden and nick herbig i, I think he's just buried i mean it's not going to have an opportunity when you have guys like that anthony brown comes from the dallas cowboys he's a, a cornerback uh the retained cornerback luke barku and joshua scott and safety trent thompson so the practice squad is almost made up they still got a couple of players to fill in one of the biggest things or one of the biggest rumors that are spreading right now is that there's a potential trade between the Steelers and the Patriots to trade Mason Rudolph. Since the uh, New England Patriots only have one quarterback on the roster, on the active roster that, that is not on the uh, practice squad, as they released or waived Zach Bailey, who ended up clearing waivers and made it back onto the practice squad. But there's no you know, number two there. So is there a possibility that they could get a Mason Rudolph or a backup quarterback? And if they're going to utilize him as a backup quarterback, then the trade value should be as such, right? Just because he's listed as three on our depth chart doesn't mean that he'd be listed at three on most NFL depth charts. In fact, I think some would say he shouldn't be listed at three on this depth chart and maybe should be listed as two. And I can kind of agree with that argument to myself, you know? So sending him out there, I think that you would want, you know, capital for, 
if a um a second round pick which should be you know if you're going to get a second round pick quarterback in the draft you're looking at what fourth fifth round sixth round somewhere around there seventh round also but you know if you're going to be trying to get maximize your value for this guy you have to remember also he has a he's not just a rookie he's got NFL experience and a winning winning record in the NFL and has more touchdowns and interceptions. So he's been proven to a certain extent. He does protect the ball. Maybe perhaps a a change of venue would do good for him. But I'm thinking a 2024 fifth round pick for uh, Mason Rudolph would probably suffice. And then the Steelers can just go out there and and get another, you know, quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised either if they uh, I would probably prefer. (laughs) <laughs> that they trade Mitch Trubisky, not just because of the play, but also because of the financial aspect of it. You know, Mitch Trubisky getting obviously played significantly more. I don't think he outperformed Mason Rudolph in preseason. It just kind of seems like 1B, 2B to me. Uh, and in the pecking order, they look very similar as far as what you can expect as far as production. You may not get some of the you know, big plays or whatever that Mr. Trubisky can put, but you're not going to get the turnovers that he also does. And so at the end of the day, I think it kind of cancels each other out. And for the price that you're paying Mr. Trubisky to be a backup and the cost that you're paying Mason Rudolph, who's been in this offense, been in the organization, knows the coaching staff, knows this playbook. I just feel that that's probably the better decision. But for whatever reason, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, value match Mitch Trubisky more. And I think it probably has to do with his ability to move in the pocket and to, you know, run, use his legs, his mobility to get out of the pocket. And Mason Rudolph has also shown some ability to do that, but not to the same extent or same degree. And, you know, Mason Rudolph, when he gets kind of under pressure and things like that, he ends up really looking not very far down the field. And it's just dump off pass after dump off pass. Now with Mitch Trubisky, when he gets flustered, he's likely to run out of clean pockets and just kind of look like he's panicking out there. But he keeps the play alive, and and sometimes he's able to make a play down the field. Uh, sometimes that ends up in an interception, like the Baltimore Ravens game. But we'll digress from that. So I don't. Know, I think that would be a pretty good move if that ends up happening. And I think the Steelers would just go out there and get another player, another quarterback for the third team. But as far as the rest of the, um, and I kind of went off on a tangent there, the inside linebackers, you have first teams Cole Holcomb and and Landon Roberts. Uh, Backing them up is Quan Alexander and then Mark Robinson. Uh, Left cornerback is Levi Wallace. And backing him up is Desmond King. All right. The newly acquired Desmond King. And then behind him is uh, James Pierre. Uh, On the right side is Patrick Peterson and Joey Porter. Nickel quarterback right now is Shannon Sullivan, followed by Elijah Riley, who was my dark horse for making the team. I thought that he was versatile. He plays multiple positions. He can play corner slot and safety. Uh, He's not afraid to go up there in the front, and he's capable of making some splash plays. He's had some few interceptions. He's been around the ball when it's popped up in the air and come down with it, things like that. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is the first team safety. Uh, Strong safety is DeMonte Casey and Keanu Neal behind him. Uh, special teams, the kick returner is going to be Calvin Austin. Punt returner is also Calvin Austin. So Anthony McFarlane appears to be removed of duties from kick returning or kick returning duties, which I didn't really think that was his game. You know, I think that Anthony McFarland, as far as the running back position goes, is a guy that is going to have a significant or a sig- uh, not a significant, but a, a set amount of plays, packages put Put aside for him uh, to utilize his skill set. I don't think that you're going to see him out there very many plays. There might be some games he doesn't even make an appearance, in my opinion. He's going to be the change of pace guy. He's going to get opportunity when 
you know, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris are just wearing down the defense. And you come in with a really fast guy, as long as he doesn't trip over himself, I think he's got a chance to hit a couple of home runs this year. I'm excited about this team offensively, defensively, special teams all across the board. I think this is the strongest well-rounded team that the Pittsburgh Steelers have had in in quite some while. You know, it's been years where the Steelers offense, you know, think back to the Killer B era where Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Martavius Bryant, uh, Le'Veon Bell were just raising havoc but had no defense to support it. And then you go into like 2019, 2020, where the defense starts to pick it up. And then the offense is dealing with Mason Rudolph, Duck combination and or a blown elbowed or blown armed Ben Roethlisberger, who's also you know, gotten up there in age. And, you know, he, don't even get me started about the offensive line that Ben Roethlisberger had, though. You know, I, I, I on my other channel that I have, State of the Steelers, I had asked, you know, on one of my um, co-hosts, co- co- if something were to happen to Kenny and he needed to be out for more than a couple of games, I think I would prefer with this offensive line, these weapons and this running back, I'd even prefer 41-year-old Ben Roethlisberger off the couch than Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph uh, at this point. At this point, I, I think I would trust it. And, you know, I asked my co-host there if he would. He wasn't the same boat as I, you know. Uh, but I think that if you look at what Ben was able to do with the offensive line that he had, at one point his, his starting center was uh, Kendra Green and his starting left guard was Kevin Dotson with a rookie Dan Moore to the right as a left tackle, Trey Turner as a right guard, and Chicks Core 4, who has uh, been up and down. Uh, it's been better recently, but especially, the, you know, during the 2020 season, 2019 season, probably wasn't his best years. Right. And so that offensive line was horrible. And yet Pittsburgh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger was able to put the Pittsburgh Steelers with a bum arm into playoffs on two consecutive years. I don't know. I think he would he wouldn't have to wait two seconds or only have two seconds to throw the ball if he was an, had an opportunity with his team. But it would definitely put a hampering into the mobility aspect of what the Steelers want to do. So with that being said, uh, maybe not. But you guys let me know. I'll probably ask the question on Twitter later. If, you know, would you take Ben Roethlis? What do you think Ben Roethlisberger would do with this offensive line and these weapons? How far do you think the Steelers would go? Uh, Let me know. Hit me up at State of Steelers on Twitter slash X. But that's all I got for you guys today. I think this is a promising, promising team moving in the right direction uh, for the future. I think that the Steelers are going to go on a Super Bowl run as long as health you know, prevails. I think this is going to be a very dangerous team. And I think, like I mentioned before, now the talking heads are saying the Steelers can be a contender in the AFC and in the AFC North. We'll see. Week one is just a week and a couple of days away. I can't wait. But until then, until next week, well, I'll be back on Monday on the hangover. We're going to I'll preview the upcoming game. It's going to be a regular week schedule for Steel Current Network. Finally, after a long, long offseason and preseason, we're back to normal. Monday's going to be previewing usually the, the game before. But since there's no game before, we're going to probably preview a little bit of the 49ers game on the hangover. You don't want to miss it. Go check that out. But without being said, I'm Daniel. This is State of the Steelers on Steel Current Network. We'll see you guys on Monday. Peace. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.